Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. and welcome back to Mads World. I'm your host Mads and I hope you've been enjoying the show so far. If you have, it would mean so much to me if you could remember to subscribe, rate and review the podcast. Yes, you. I'm looking at you, person listening. Go and click subscribe. I'll give you a minute. Okay, you should have done it by now. Most importantly, if you do like the show, sharing it with your friends is a great way to support Mads World. So get chatting. This week, I am joined by my hilarious friend Haley to give you guys a dating 101 rundown. Where do you start with dating apps? Where do you go on a date? What do you talk about? What do you avoid talking about? And how do you conjure up the confidence to be your best self? If you're recently single or really experienced in dating, this will be your go-to guide. You all submitted your best answers to these questions through my Instagram at madsworld.mp3. And up next, we're going to explore your thoughts alongside our own opinions on how to nail or fail a first date. Hello, Haley. How are you? Hi, I'm good, thank you. Excited to be on the podcast. How are you? Yes, I'm really good, thanks. I'm really excited to have you. So let's jump into our speed date round. So I thought we'd mix it up this week because we've been asking the same questions on the speed date round for a, a few weeks now, and I thought we could do a bit of a fun version of it. So our first question is, how long have you been single? So I have been single for about three years from like a long-term relationship. Um, mm-hmm. But I've now feel like I've perfected the three monther. <laughs> so I've had in those three years many kind of like you know three month relationships when you're dating someone and then mm-hmm. um, someone gets the ick and it ends. But yeah, three years since yep. I was in like a long term relationship. Beautiful. And this is the part of our fun questions. What part of a kids movie scarred you for life? Oh my god, this question was so funny when I saw it. I was thinking, oh my god, there's so many. And there's all the like <laughs> classic ones like when Scar pus- like pushes Mufasa off the in the Lion yeah. King, but. I don't know if you've ever seen this because it might just be a UK thing, but have you ever seen Watership mm-hmm. Down? No. <clears throat> oh my God, it's this, it's like a cartoon from the, I think it's from the 70s or the 80s and it's about a group of rabbits <laughs> that get have to leave their, because their warren gets like, um, bulldozers come in and clear out their warren and they have to find somewhere new and it's like <gasps> the journey to the new, the new warren. But part of it is terrifying. There's like this um, evil, like Hitler-esque 
totalitarian evil general bunny that is at oh one of God. these warrens they go to visit and it's like <laughs> part of it's part of it's really trippy like the cartoons are all weird if anyone who's listening has seen it um you'll totally understand what i mean but yeah, yeah. this evil bunny's got like blood from his mouth and it totally scarred me oh and i never wanted God. to watch it yeah i was thinking about this question as well and i think um something that really scarred me was it's this movie mars attacks so basically these aliens come from space and they have these ray guns that turn people into skeletons like into dust and there's this part in in the show where this really slutty woman with like red lips and red nails is like flirting with someone and then she bites his finger off and chucks it into a fish tank and i used to like have nightmares about <laughs> this finger floating around and I went back years later when I was you know 18 or something to rent it and show my boyfriend at the time be like I swear to god it's so scary we looked everywhere in horror and I was like maybe it's a thriller no we found it in the comedy section so it's not even a scary film <laughs> it's a comedy oh my god, film amazing. Yeah, and there's another one. Do you remember the Beatrix Potter cartoons? Oh, yeah. Did you ever have that? They were like the cartoons of the books that were made into real life. Anyway, there's this one episode and it's about these rats that like kidnap a kitten and then try and like roll it up in pastry and cook it in a pie and that honestly scarred me for life. I couldn't be alone in a room for like three months because I was scared of these weird little rats. (laughs) These are the kind of things now that would just never get made. Yeah, it's like in 2021, it's just like all the stuff on kids' TV is so trippy now, though, to be fair. Yeah, that's true. That is true. But I was even thinking about this the other day. I had a conversation with someone about um, Hunchback of Notre Dame and how the whole, oh like, actually that, that evil character in it is actually a massive dick. And you have, like, someone who's, <clears throat> you know, disabled. And we were talking about it. And we're like, do you, yeah. think this would, do you think this would ever happen now? Like, genuinely. I mean, I no. guess kids can go and watch all this stuff. But it's like, oh, these are all these tra- yeah. like, childhood traumas that we've had from all these Disney films. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And they make out stepmoms to be really evil. So I think you grow up having this thought that stepmom is, like, replacing your mom. And, like, you know, they made it to be evil when really they're probably just really nice women that want to, like, you know make your life a bit better yeah oh my gosh okay our next question is if animals could talk which animal would be the rudest well I think probably most people would say a cat but and I realized now actually that there's a bit of a there's a bit of a theme but actually like I can mm-hmm. imagine some kind of small fluffy animal would be the rudest like have you seen um what's that movie called secret life of pets and like the fluffy white rabbit there's a bit of a rabbit theme here I yeah. do actually like rabbits but it's very on theme for Easter all these rabbits I've got to say oh it is yeah look at that yeah I'm being um yeah <laughs> influenced by all the stuff in the shops um yeah no yeah. so I just feel like bunnies could be if they were to be rude Sorry, if, if it was an animal who was rude, it would probably be something cute and fluffy like a bunny. See, I was going to say a peacock, but that's because I think people get like, <laughs> you know, dragged for peacocking, like boys going out and, you know, wanting to show up and stuff. But Someone with like a, re- a peacock with like a Ray Winston accent. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do an impression, please? Oh, absolutely not. I would not be able to do that very well. <laughs> that's okay um so what is something you used to consider trashy but now consider classy oh this was a really tricky one I was trying to think about things that I used to find trashy but I was I was going in between the two I don't know if I necessarily find them classy but you know those really thin um like cat eye sunglasses yes the ones people wear to like festivals and stuff I sadly have tried Mm -hmm. my best to pull them off and I really really cannot but some people I remember Mm -hmm. (laughs) used to think of them that they used to almost make people look like a cyclops, like weird. I guess all the different, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the different kind of styles. And now they can look really cool if you like 
I mean, I can't do it, but if you style it well, they, they look really cool. So that was one. And the second one I was thinking of was um, my sister always used to have really chunky sandals that were like mm-hmm. platform, but like all one level. And I remember thinking when we were like, you know, teenagers or whatever, I was like, oh, they look literally look like orthopedic shoes. They're so gross. And I was like, what the <laughs> hell? And now they're really like popular. And I've even got a pair. And my sister's like, used to say that they look like my, when I had one leg too small or, or like too short, they look like orthopedic <laughs> shoes. I was like, oh, well, they're, they're trendy now. So... <laughs> I think for for me, for this one, I was going to say flare jeans. I used to think flare jeans were just so fugly, but now it's 2021. You can make anything look cool. And I reckon they're so flattering. I mean, I've, I'm yet to get any, but I like looking at them on Instagram models. Yeah, that's like skinny jeans. Remember when they were so big mm. and now everyone kind of looks at them like, oh. Mm, I know. I tried some on the other day because my boyfriend loved them and I was just like, mm, no, these make me feel gross. So I had to take them <laughs> off and put on my mom jeans. And <laughs> so 2010. <laughs> literally um and our last question is what is the best thing about being single so for me (laughs) probably I mean there's always the great things about being able to make plans really last minute and not having to kind of like check in with someone see if you're doing stuff Mm -hmm. but probably for me I am I basically never stop talking so I sleep talk Mm -hmm. massively and it's always been something I've been super embarrassed of because when you're you know dating someone or you're in a relationship you're like what am I saying and you know, I've got, I actually got this app that records my sleep talking at night. So it's like sensitive and oh my God, literally the shit I say is ridiculous. What were you saying? Give us an Uh, example. What are some of the things I've said? A lot of it I'm talking about work and I've actually, (laughs) I'm dating someone at the moment and had a friend and I've woken them up in the night because it's super clear. Um, It's not like I'm, Mm. you know, mumbling. It's super clear words. And I was like, oh, wake up, wake up. I need to CC you into this email. And they're like, what? And obviously I've woken (laughs) someone up deep sleep to like tell them about this really important email. So those ones aren't too bad, but I've spoken about how the buildings in New York are super, super high and they haven't always been like that. So someone should find out some more information about how they got so tall. (laughs) Like I literally just chat absolute shit. I also, there's one my sister loves, which um, I was like, hey, have you been to Sydney? (laughs) this weird (laughs) shitty like Australian (laughs) accent I literally it's so random but (laughs) was that meant to be an Australian accent have you been to Sydney I literally (laughs) this is why these recordings never see the light of day we should have really edited them in edited them into the podcast (laughs) oh my god I should actually send you some They're, they're hilarious um but that's probably the best thing about being singles I don't have to worry about who I'm sleep talking to and waking up revealing all my perfect innermost secrets well that's what you want so I've invited you onto the podcast because you told me a really amazing story about someone that you met in San Fran and I thought we could regale the story back to the listeners of Mads World and then um uh we are going to go through a little bit of um, results from a survey that I ran last week to everyone out there listening of their best tips for a first date and sort of this will be everyone's go-to guide on how to nail or fail a first date. So if you want to tell us about your story with the San Fran guy, we can jump into that a bit later. So this, this story, um, it was, it was a couple of years ago and I went out to a festival in San Francisco called Outside Lands, which is an amazing festival. And on the, I think it was the second night, we were just in the crowd Um, and there's a group of guys or a group of friends that were kind of stood in front of me and my two mates. And we got chatting as you do, the festival finished. We ended up going out with this group back to their flat to like drink a little bit and then go out to some bars. Um, and that was kind of it. Had a good conversation. It was like a group of Aussies, a couple of American guys. Um, so that was, that was, yeah, that was pretty fun anyway. And then all of a sudden, like a week later, I had 
an Instagram request from this guy. And I was like, how the hell did he get this? Like, I didn't give him my name, my full name or anything. Um, anyway, so mm. somehow he found me on Instagram and started messaging me. And he was like, hey, um, I know you mentioned that you come out to California quite a lot for work. I was just wondering if you're coming out soon. Can I take you for dinner? So I was like, oh, yeah, mm. sure. I was like, I'm actually coming out in a couple of months. So said um, he would take me out for dinner. Anyway, so we went out. We were chatting during this time. Seemed like a really nice guy, super smart. Um, anyway, got to San Francisco six weeks later. We had a really nice weekend. We went out for dinner um, and I stayed over and we went out for breakfast and it was all very nice. And then after that, sorry, whilst I was with him this that weekend, we were chatting and he was like, bear in mind, this is the second time I've ever met him. So the first was at the festival and this mm-hmm. second time was this weekend. He was like, oh, yeah. um, by the way, I'm going to this wedding in like six weeks time in India. Do you want to come with me? Like, I'll pay for everything. I'll pay for your fly Ooh. and the hotel. Like, would just be great. Come out for a week. And I was kind of thinking, oh, fuck it. I'll just do it. That'll be fun. But something inside of me was yeah. like, hmm maybe I should not do that because I've literally spent about 12 hours with this guy and I don't know what he's like. So I said no, um, didn't really think much of it. And then we ended up chatting over the next kind of, I went back to the UK and we were chatting for about, I don't know, another six weeks or a month or so. And I started to get the ick. And you know what, you know what the ick's like, but you don't really know what it is, but there's just something. And then all of a sudden, out of like, I don't know, it must have been about a month later, he messaged me and he was like, oh, so what are you doing in like a couple of weekends time? I was like, that's weird. Why is he asking me that? He lives in San Francisco. And he said, oh, yeah. remember that wedding I told you about? I'm actually, I've just booked my flight and I'm coming via London so we can hang out for the weekend. And I was like, oh God, I've got the ick. This is really awkward. And I asked him, I was like, so have oh, you got no. any other friends in, in London thinking we could maybe go for a drink and then I could like, you know, fob him off for the rest of the weekend? Mm. And he was like, no, no, I don't know, don't know anyone, but it would be great to kind of, you know, go around. I was like, okay. Anyway, so I thought long and hard being like, oh, should I just book him a hotel and he can stay there and I'll just go home. My flat at the time was having loads of building work done. So I'd moved back to stay with mm-hmm. my mum for a few weeks. Anyway, and um, so the ick got worse and worse and worse over like the next couple of weeks it does because you find you find yourself getting frustrated with them as well because you're kind of like oh why are you like this just go away oh I know and he was obviously the the time zones are really awkward so he'd be messaging me constantly from like I don't know four like 4 p.m in the afternoon up until like one in the morning and they'd be like hey are you there Mm. or are you already asleep and I was like oh please leave me alone Anyway, so I was trying. I was trying to be nice, and obviously, I spoke to all my mates about it, and they were like, "Hey, just why don't you? The, the ick might be virtual. Like, why don't you just hang out with him for the weekend? Like, what have you got to lose? Mm-hmm. You can leave and go home if you want to." I was like, "Fine." So I ended up getting this Airbnb um, for us to stay in. Anyway, and on the day <laughs> that I was supposed to see him, it was on like a Thursday. I saw him walking. As soon as I saw him walking down the road, I was thinking, "It might be all right. It might be all right." And then as soon as I saw him, I thought, "No, no, the ick is still there. It's very oh, much there." God. And I was, <laughs> now he's stuck here with you. I know. And I was like, "This is a Thursday, and he leaves on Sunday." I was thinking, "This isn't just like a one night thing." Anyway, mm-hmm. so I took him straight out. We got really drunk. Um, and I woke up the next morning at like 6am and I had originally told him, I was like, oh, maybe I could work from the Airbnb on Friday. Like, depends. I was out of there at like 6.30. I was like, I've got an early call, got to go. <laughs> Bye, hun. Um, went straight to my mate's house to like sleep off my hangover. And then I said to her, I was like, what am I going to do? This guy, like the night before he was, he was just being so annoying and I felt so bad. And I was like, mm. don't want to ditch him. So I made my friend and her boyfriend come out for dinner with us. And then <laughs> he... 
it's interesting. He's a really smart guy and he works in a, um, uh, for, in a mental health startup in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And even though his perspective on everything was really interesting, he, I, felt the whole time like he was therapizing me oh god yeah like loads of like really cliche um kind of counseling well I felt like it was counseling like taglines mm. that were just like being thrown at me for everything and he said to me at one point we went to like Dinorama when it was open and I was like oh what are we gonna get for food and he was like oh I could get this I could get a hamburger or like maybe I could go please and get, do like, it a- in an American accent by the way we really need <laughs> he was to like, it's <laughs> like I could get like a chicken burger but like maybe that will bring back some repressed childhood memory and like the trauma <laughs> with the chicken burger and I was like what no. I'm sorry and it was like it was <laughs> it was honestly like everything that he chatted about even chicken burgers had some kind of like I don't know like trauma attached to it or some kind of situational <laughs> emotional challenge which is fair enough okay but you don't need to tell me a, like it was like this deep convo like normally I like every single time <laughs> yeah I was just like it, by the end of like a couple of hours I was like oh god it's like really taking a toll on me I was like it's just so much like emotional deep chat um, yeah anyway so it was kind of like this for the rest of the weekend and on Saturday I took him out to I was like right what can I do to distract this guy and we ended up going out actually with Dan um, and a few other friends took him to drag bingo at Soho house on the Saturday I was like I'll just throw him right into like British humor (laughs) like a drag bingo night it'll be great (laughs) um anyway so we did that and he was like oh I remember we went back to um when we're walking back to the Airbnb and again, more with the like therapy stuff, he was saying stuff like, oh, you know, attitudes are really contagious. And, um, oh, can you sit with that feeling when I was talking about, you know, stuff? And I was like, oh God, this is just too much. Anyway, so on- <laughs> He's an intense kind of guy, this guy. Americans are a bit like that though, aren't they? <laughs> aren't they? Yeah. I just, I wasn't really ready for it, I don't think. And it like hit me <laughs> massively. And I obviously I had such like an intense, concentrated time with him over like three days. It just- it was it was a lot. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah. so I went out for, for for dinner with my friend back on like the first night, and I got back to the flat. And met, mind you, I'd left really really early, and I got back to the flat or the Airbnb at I don't know. We got back at like midnight kind of time, and I was desperate for a wee. Ran into the loo, and then lifted up the toilet seat. And I was about to say I shit you not, but great choice of words. He had let down the biggest poo in the toilet and left <laughs> honestly half of it around the bowl and I'm not talking about like a skid mark it was like the whole thing and I honestly was like what do I do so I just weed on top of it because I was like I'm just I'm not gonna clean it up for him I'm not his girlfriend so I or not even yeah. that a girlfriend should do that but as in I didn't say anything to him I was just like right let's just leave it and it stayed there the whole weekend and he just didn't clean it up so I was like oh this just no. is not helping the ick situation well, he being- just left he just left it in the toilet yeah so I'd like come back Whoa. and it was ob- it was obviously him and then I thought the next day I thought he hasn't got rid of that does he think that's me and I was like I hope he doesn't because it absolutely was not me um but anyways so that was one thing didn't help the egg situation and then we went to Nopi off Regent Street for like lunch the next day and we were sat on these really nice um if for anyone in London who's been there there's like really nice velvet bar stools yeah at the bar with like like literally really nice ones with a back anyway and he kept turning to me on his bar stool and like putting his dirty like dm boot up on the um resting on the bar stool but not the bit where your foot goes the bit where you sit on so he had his oh knee God. like almost at his shoulder 
like leaving his dirty boot and I kept looking at it like pal put your poop put your boot down um yeah and what the fuck this guy's giving me the ick and I don't even know him <laughs> and I feel like such a bitch when I tell this story because I'm like is that is that really that much of a big thing but I think it was because I already had the ick and then all those little things kept adding up and I was like oh god Anyway, so that kind of, that was, uh, loads of those things happened over the weekend. And then on Sunday, he was like, right, so I've got to get um, get back to Heathrow. My flight is at yeah. like seven o'clock or something in the evening. And I was like, oh, you know, those late night flights, you got to get to Heathrow at like half one. He was like, oh my God, like <laughs> six hours? I was like, yeah, passport control is an absolute bitch at that time. You've really got, you've got to get oh there God. early and plan. I know. So I was like, how do I get rid of him? Um, And he was like, oh, okay. If you say so. I was like, all right. Anyway, so I had him packed, ready to go at half 12. I was like, right, you're gone. Anyway, and I I actually, um, I dropped him off at Heathrow and I was kind of like, thanks for the nice weekend. And then I messaged him and I was like, look, it was lovely hanging out with you, but you live in San Francisco, never was going to work. like have yeah. a nice have a nice life kind of thing. Thank God he did live in San Fran. Oh, if he lived in London, I mean he'd be camped out outside my flat. That's the kind of vibe I was getting. <laughs> Therapizing me from outside my window. Oh my god. Yeah, so he replied and he was like, "Oh, okay. I guess I just got short-sightedly excited and then just blocked me on everything and I was like do you know what you can block me on everything I don't mind yeah um good riddance I mean it sounded like the initial date went actually quite well when it was the second date for you that where you got the ick yeah I think it was a um well firstly because I met him when I was like super drunk at a festival and like spending it's so Mm -hmm. different isn't it when you meet in like a massive group yeah everyone's drunk or you know having, having a great time yeah and then it, then you go from like that situ- social situation to just him and I. It's intense. Yeah, for like it was like a day and the next morning mm. um, when I was in San Francisco, and then it went to like four days when I already had the ick in London. I was like, oh my god, how am I going to get through it? Well, I've got a story that um, is is kind of similar. I mean, I got the ick within probably the first twenty minutes. So I ended up going out with oh, this no. guy in um, Elephant and Castle, and he worked at ITV, and. We'd only been talking a little bit just on, I think it was on Bumble or something, but it was a few years ago. And we were sitting at dinner and within the first 20 minutes, he asks me, what are we? And I was like, "Um, you know, I mean, we've only just met, like we've only been texting a little bit. He's like, okay, but like, where is this going? Because like, I can't really see myself getting with other people. Like, I I really like you and stuff. But I was like, "Um, you know what? Like, (laughs) no. And then like- On the first day. On the first day. Like, we'd literally met 20 minutes before. And then um, he, you know, we kind of got some food and stuff and I sort of tried to look past it, even though I was a bit like, ugh, what the hell? And he goes, I need to talk to you about something. And I was like, okay. He's like- listen, I'm going to need you to be a little bit more active on your phone. So when I send a text, I pretty much expect a reply instantly. And if I don't get one, that makes me quite upset and I get quite angry. So I'm going to just need you to be a bit more active on your phone. And I was literally like, "Mm, what the hell? Red flag. Such a big red flag. And the date went on and I was, I already had the ick so bad and he just like we, I think we took a lot a walk along the Thames, like on the South Bank, to kind of go our separate ways. And 
he just started farting loads and I was like, can you? What? Yeah, I was like, ooh. <laughs> I just thought I ignore the first one like because I was like, he's probably pretty embarrassed. And then he just lets another one rip and then another one. And it was honestly like he was crop dusting the whole of the South Bank while walking along, like oh spreading his fart along the whole <laughs> thing. And I was like, can you just like stop? Can you stop farting? Like, please, it's it's really gross. And he was like, are you seriously going to stand there and tell me to hold my farts in? Like, that's going to make me feel sick. <laughs> oh, my God. What I was, a weird I guy. I was like, <laughs> I was like um, yeah, it's a first date. Like, <laughs> could you just stop farting? I feel really ill. And then we got to the tube and he was like, oh, this was really fun. Like, went in for a kiss and I was kind of just like gave him the cheek <gasps> and was just like, mm, see ya. <laughs> ran away this is what this is what I don't understand like when I mean maybe this has happened to me loads of times and I've given guys the ick and Mm -hmm. I've had no idea but I just feel like when someone's given me the ick and I find it really obvious I'm not being I'm not leading them on I'm not like going in for a kiss I'm not being super flirty it's like how did that guy think that you'd made several comments about the fact that he was Mm -hmm. cropped up crop dusting the whole of the South Bank and then he goes in for a kiss anyway. <laughs> Genuinely like I think some people just get it so wrong and this is a great segue into Mads and Haley's hot tips on how to nail a first date. So we've done a bit of a survey on Instagram and asked the people out there their best tips on what to do on a date, what not to do, some tips on dating apps and everything. So I think let's just run through the questions and what everyone suggested and then I think we can have our two cents as well. So Our first question that I asked all of you out there listening was, what are the best types of photos to use on dating apps? So the answers we got were travel photos, festival photos that make you look fun and outgoing, candid photos, fun photos with friends so it looks like you're cool and have a life, pics of George (laughs) Clooney, (laughs) bikini pics, night out photos, and photos with dogs, although this can be quite an obvious trap. So I think I would agree with most of those, but to be fair, the photos with dogs, we got a lot of the, that as a response in the worst photos to use on the dating app because I think it is a little yeah. bit dating. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, it's funny because the guy the guy I'm literally have started dating, um, normally I'd kind of probably find this a bit weird, but for some reason I liked it. But he had loads of, he had a really random photo of just f- like feet in socks and sandals. And I was like, <laughs> maybe not, not like bare feet, but like someone obviously with like, you know, socks and sandal combo. Mm. And I remember thinking that's a bit weird, but maybe he's just trying to be funny. Was it like Birkenstocks? Because really like, if it's Birkenstocks, you can respect the hustle because they're expensive shoes. <laughs> you, you've got to make the most of them. Yeah, legit. Um, well, yeah, I would say that most of those are pretty obvious. I think just try and make it look like you're a fun, outgoing person on your dating apps when you're first starting out. Make it look like you're going to offer them a good time. And then if you're actually a really introverted psycho, they can just find that out later. <laughs> if you're a really emotional person, you cry a lot at movies like I do. Don't put anything like that on your profile. Just keep it calm. Keep it chill. <laughs> good tip. Right. So our next question was, what are the worst photos to use on a dating app so (laughs) there's some really funny responses here so so many people said fish pics so holding a big fish or like (laughs) just like showing a fish that you've killed or just having killed any animal so some girls um responded and said that they've seen lots of guys with like a lion that they've shot and killed and they're like I'm a vegetarian (gasps) like or I'm just you know a normal human who doesn't like to see that (laughs) 
thinks that's attractive i know it's it's like we're not cavemen like if cavemen had dating apps maybe that would be a thing but it's 2021 like i don't need to see that you've you know caught a big fish and also are you compensate <laughs> compensating for something with that big fish don't know <laughs> so the next one was car selfies or gym selfies photos with drugged up tigers or elephants in thailand boys taking shirtless pics in the mirror I guess girls taking shirtless pics in the mirror is also just as bad. I'm all for free the nipple, but, you know, you, it's a time and a place. <laughs> anything, with room. anything with a Snapchat filter like the dog filter, too many group photos so you can't <laughs> tell who they are. I think a couple is fine so it looks like you've got friends, but, yeah, too many you kind of assume they're the ugly one. Home photo shoot <laughs> photos and really professional photos, save them for LinkedIn. So I, what are your thoughts here? I think most of those are pretty fair enough. Yeah, I totally agree. And also sometimes you get like the trifecta and you get like three or four or five of those photos. So you have like, <laughs> I think for me, if I ever see a gym selfie yeah. um, or a mirror selfie, that is an absolute no immediately. I don't even care if they're like relatively like attractive or their answers are funny or whatever. So that's a straight. It's a straight no. And I feel like as well, it's because that's not my lifestyle and people who are, if you do take a gym photo, that probably means you spend a lot of time in the gym which I do not so I want you to hang out with me like I'm the priority here in the relationship not the gym so <laughs> our lifestyles do not match yeah there's there's so many there's so many strange gym selfies I've seen ones with people holding like I've even seen one and it was a video of a guy in one of those really tiny tiny little string vests obviously <laughs> in the gym in front of a mirror it's a little looped video of someone shaking his protein shaker. No. Like, is that supposed to be some kind no. of, you know, show me what you can do? I don't really know what he was <laughs> trying to do, but who puts that on their dating profile? Yeah, maybe on Grinder that would be okay because it's, again, it's just like a, a glimpse <laughs> into the future. But I think shaking a protein <laughs> yeah. shake to a straight girl, no, hun. <laughs> right, here's the next question. What are people's dickhead detectors on dating apps? Now, that's a tongue twister. So these are people's dick dickhead detectors. I can't even say it, <laughs> that they submitted. So <laughs> if they call you babe straight away, if they ask for your Snapchat, it indicates they just want you to send them nudes. If they ask if you're a good cook, bragging about anything, if someone asks for your body count too soon, so this one came up loads of times, so how many people you've slept with, and sexual innuendos too soon. So I definitely agree with all of those. I think asking about the body count came up so many times because it is something that, I don't know, people get really obsessed with it, like as though your past sort of defines what you're going to be like in a relationship. I really don't think it matters. I think it's not really that no. big of a deal. Yeah, or they're trying to like compete Mm. And show, you know show how many people they've slept with yeah I totally agree if, and if anyone you know had said any of those things that would be an absolute no for me as well but yeah and I think the body count thing is that like no matter what you say whether you said 100 or 10 you're going to get judged for either being a slut or a prude mm. or or something like that I think yeah. there's no right answer to that question that wouldn't give the person another person the wrong idea which is wrong in itself and it says a lot about society and everything but you know, if we're just talking first date tips, yeah, I think avoid, 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 avoid. Yeah. That, I mean, it's the same as like the ex bringing up the ex on a first date. Like mm -hmm. it's, uh, for me, if someone brings up an ex, if it's kind of like a side comment or it's as in something, it's part of conversation and actually comes up and it's literally just like, oh, 
I don't know, a good example, but you mention it and that's it. That's mm-hmm. kind of okay. Like that wouldn't bother me. But I have been on dates before when someone has spent five, 10 minutes talking about something they either used to do with their ex oh or whatever. I'm like, it's just, it's just really weird. Don't talk about like stuff you've done with your ex. Genuinely. You literally have just met me. Huge red flag. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. And just getting into that. So moving from dating apps to actual first dates and going on them. So we have a few more questions. So I asked all of you out there, how do you gain confidence prior to a first date? And we had some really great results. And I think I'm going to have to try these in the future. But Oh, my God. Yeah, I'd love to hear these. Yeah. So someone said a pep talk in the mirror, a few minutes in the power stance. So legs apart, hands on hips, head up. And um, (laughs) this was kind of, they were kind of like the really uplifting ones. Then there was a few more um, like along the lines of knowing that you're already perfectly happy without them. Convince yourself you're not even into them before meeting up as it removes the pressure. (laughs) (laughs) I actually like that one. Um, Fake tan, a small wine and a good outfit. I think that's quite good. Um, nice. A shower yeah. beer. So shower beers are actually, I don't drink anymore, but, um, you know, I might in the future and I definitely used to drink way too much, but I love a shower beer. Like I think once you get your tunes <laughs> on, hype yourself up, it's stunning. <laughs> nice and warm, nice cold beer. Yeah. Perfect combo. Beautiful. The next person said, tell yourself you're human and shit happens if it doesn't go well. I think that that's a good one. Someone said, remember that they're nervous too. So this one resonated with me so much. I think if you can remember that they have to impress you just as much as you have to impress Mm -hmm. them, 
that is the best way to not be nervous. Like if you think like, yeah, like it's, it's a date to decide if you like them as much as it's them deciding if they like you. So that I think is my top tip. Yeah, totally. It's, I, I almost think of it as kind of like, it's a meeting, mm-hmm. not a date. Yeah. It's almost like the date is almost the second date, mm-hmm. you know, cause it's like you're meeting them like you would meet someone. I mean, yeah, obviously it's a little bit different cause you probably fancy them, but <laughs> you know, meeting someone at work for the first time for a work meeting, it's the same thing. You're just, you're kind of, you know, working them out and yep. then the kind of the real date, you already know you kind of like each other or at least have a spark. Yeah real date is the second day exactly and like once you've got to know sort of if you actually do fancy each other's personality rather than just their front on um social media and if they're not holding a big fish (laughs) (laughs) um a few more were um listen to hype music ed sheeran's shape of you always makes me feel badass that is a really strange (laughs) response and i love it (laughs) um have zero expectations be yourself and if they don't like you fuck them there and focus on getting in their mind rather than in their pants so that was really profound I just love that (laughs) yeah that's good that's a good tip how do you hype yourself up for a first date Hales do you know what I mean I I remember when so when I came out of that kind of long-term relationship a couple of years ago I went on kind of a I had about it was probably actually between like six months and a year when I kind of didn't go on any dates and then obviously because I'd had such a long break for you know from dating because that was before I even met my ex which was you know Mm. like six years of not being on dates the first couple were really nerve-wracking and I remember trying Mm. to like psych myself up on the tube or whatever being like calm down you have to get so you know worried worked up about it and I kind of found what works for me is my so funny I live with my sister she we're really close and she always calls it like the date night uniform so I've got like my crop jeans that I wear with like a black shirt which kind of like shows a little bit of bra underneath quite nice with boots or whatever and it's like finding something that I feel really comfortable in because I've worn I've worn outfits on dates before and I felt really uncomfortable so when I was sitting down I constantly felt like I was like moving my like moving my top or or my jeans were too tight Mm -hmm. or whatever it was and I felt as long as I felt comfortable what I was wearing it made me feel a lot more confident just in the date and kind of meeting them and then that whole you know as I said that that it's a meeting not a date kind of I you know going into a date like thinking that mm-hmm. makes me feel so much better because it's like I'm just meeting someone like I would uh, you know as part of a big social group it's just a one-on-one thing so that's kind of how my mindset is when I go when I, you know when I go into dates perfect I think the, the date uniform is such a hot tip I reckon have figure out early on what you're comfortable in in a date like what you feel like you look good in nail your hair and makeup or you know if you're a guy nail your look I mean guys can wear makeup too we don't discriminate here at Mads World but you know <laughs> nail your look before you go and then you don't have to think about it while you're on the date yeah totally and then yeah and you also think how much better you feel when you've like left the house and you've spent a bit of time I mean I'm a super super quick mm-hmm. makeup girl like I'll in the morning I will take 10 minutes but if I'm going on a date I will take longer so that I feel you know really good when I go out my like, oh, at least I look okay I don't have to worry about really shitty mm-hmm. makeup or like mascara all over my face or whatever and if you look good you feel good um speaking of what to wear on a first date we actually asked this as a question to the people out there of Mads World so someone said black jeans black top sexy messy hair red lip bit of cleavage I feel like that's what you just described to me and it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> the next yeah. one was wear something leggy or something booby but not both now that is a classic mum rule that's a Paula Cardi rule she loves that rule <laughs> <laughs> just for life yeah my my mum's rule was always never wear a black bra under a white t-shirt or top or whatever Ooh. she was like it just looks really trashy I was like okay yeah and now I feel like I've carried that 
through I mean I probably actually still end up doing it but um yeah so I always make sure it's like a sexy black bra with like a nice black top or something like that love that the next one was usually a cute dress and Doc Martens or trainers not too much cleavage but just enough so I would say cute dress and Doc Martens is my go-to look but that's my look for literally anything in this life half day (laughs) movies work like that I just bought my new Doc Martens because my other ones were worn to death so that's my hot tip. If you want to look like me on a date, just wear a cute dress I do that and too. That's, that's my date night uniform. Like if, if my black shirt is in the wash, that's exactly <laughs> what I go with, dress and, and DMs. Stunning. It's literally, it's a festival outfit. It's just an Eddie outfit, just any cute dress and Doc Martens. You can't go wrong, especially in London. It's a London uniform. <laughs> and for the next one, I actually did like a percentage poll. So I asked all of you out there, trainers or boots on a first date and interestingly enough 63% of people said boots and only 37% of people said trainers so I guess as if this is if we're looking at your stock standard like going to a bar date meeting up type thing boots probably looks like you've put in a little bit more effort than trainers yeah and also I guess it's hard now in lockdown when all the you know and especially in the UK Mm. like I've been on walking dates and you can't if it's like boots I suppose if it's heel boots or not but a couple of dates now I've just had to wear my Converse because they're like, oh, we're going to walk around Richmond. I'm like, oh, it's probably going to be like Richmond Park. It's quite muddy. I was like, oh, right. Yeah. So I've kind of, you know, gone for a bit more of a cash look. So, oh God, lockdown dating. Lockdown dating needs its whole episode, but I'm kind of trying to avoid it because I just feel like <laughs> I just fucking hate lockdown. I don't want to talk about it ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't bring myself to do a whole episode about it because it's too depressing. Um, and our last question for what to wear on a first date. So I did another poll. Should you go full face of makeup or a natural look? And 80% of people said natural look, 20% said mm. full face. So this is interesting that we spoke a, lot, a little bit before about how much time you should spend doing your hair and makeup and everything. I feel like you can do that, but still aim for a more natural look. So I know like I would probably maybe go for a red lip on a date, but it has to be one of those ones that doesn't transfer onto the boy's lips because otherwise it just becomes a giant mess. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I, do you know what? I rarely risk it with a red lip for that. Well, Mm. for that for one reason. And then two, I've, I've done that before. And then I've gone to the loo like two hours in and you obviously kind of probably quite drunk by that stage. And you look in the mirror and you're like, oh my God, it's all (laughs) over my face. It's on my teeth. You look like Marge Simpson when Homer shoots her in the face with that <laughs> yeah. makeup gun. <laughs> Literally. And also because I'm not a makeup, I'm not a makeup person at all. So mm. my probably my full on makeup look is probably everyone else is quite natural. Um, yeah. But yeah, na- I think nat- I think natural's the way to go, 100%. Like a really nice like, even if you do mm. lipstick, like a really pale pink or. Mm-hmm. Especially in summer when you've got a banging tan. Like I've just done a little fake tan oh, yeah. and I put something on Instagram before. I had all my freckles out and everyone was loving it. I'm like, this is giving me a great self-esteem boost. I used to hate my freckles. <laughs> now I fucking love them. So. Yeah. That, that, do you know what? All my friends who have got really, who've got loads of freckles. I remember them always having thick, thick foundation on. So like, I hate my freckles at school and people yeah. would say that I looked, you know, um, would take the piss out of them. And now everyone's embracing them, which is really good. Yeah. Okay, so our next question was, are there any basic first date rules? So we're moving on to the actual date itself. We've gone from dating apps to pre-date to actual date. And the basic first date rules that you guys all said was never ask someone's body count. So this is just as a rule forever. Don't ask what you don't want to know. Next one, (laughs) go for a drink first. Try not to get pissed. 
say your name a few times during the date in case they've forgotten it. So that's pretty shit oh. by them if they're forgetting your name. But I do think that's a quite a wise idea because I'm shocking with names yeah. and it's nothing like that's totally on me, but it is handy if they mention their name. What a good idea. The next one was I never plan a first date, always let the other person do it and it gives you an insight to them. So I like that. No rim jobs until at least the second date. <laughs> try and hold back I know it's hard (laughs) and the last person says is it anti-feminist of me to say the boys should offer to pay on the first date so I don't think it's anti-feminist but you should be prepared to probably split it that's my opinion though I always usually offer to split it and I kind of hope that the boy will pay but that's just because I am really bad at saving money and I hate (laughs) spending oh no I I totally agree it's funny because I had this conversation so many times with like my close girlfriend group and we've all kind of discussed mm. it and said what would you expect on a first day and I have some friends who are very much in that camp of the guy always has to pay I would be really offended if he was if he asked me to split it and I'm I'm mm. more of the I don't really believe in that to be honest I, I would always offer to pay mm. um and you know it would be really nice if someone was like no no don't worry I'll get it and I'd always kind of ask again and be like no honestly it's really cool if you want to split it or or even offer to get the full thing I don't mind paying for the whole bill that doesn't you know bother me I've been on dates before when someone's gone to the loo and the bills you know as we're about to leave the bills come and I've just paid for the whole thing and then I've had it when guys have been really offended by that and I was like don't be offended it's you know Mm. yeah I'm not trying to be you know it's not necessarily a it's just like I feel like it just goes back and forth as well it's just like it it all goes in the big circle of life you know (laughs) and I like to prove that I'm a strong independent woman who doesn't need a man but at the same time if a boy wants to take me out and pay for it I will let you yeah (laughs) More than second um, one. <laughs> our next question was, where do you go on a date? So these questions sort of came from my good friend from home in Australia who is really newly single and she was just like, Mads, I don't know how to do this. I don't even know where to go. I don't know what to wear. So this one, this whole episode is dedicated to her. Her name's Louise. Shout out to Louise. There you are. Hey, Louise. Um, so <laughs> our answers to <laughs> where do you go? So everyone said bar for this, mm-hmm. but we do have a few other submissions alongside bar. So someone said theme park, which I think is quite fun, but you are stuck at the theme park all day with them if you decide you don't like them an hour in. So just keep that in mind. So someone said somewhere for dessert because dinner is a bit too hectic. Mm. That's fair enough. I do think going for like a late night ice cream in summer is quite cute and like a little bit of a walk. I think that's kind of a vibe. Yeah. Someone said beach or park. Someone said the London Eye, but only if you book every single compartment. So throw back to episode two when someone did that to me, but then but then um, ghosted me. So thank you for the reminder about that. Um, Someone said comfy, relaxed seating is a must. So maybe a nice velvet chair like you suggested before. And then the last one was Mercato Metropolitano, which is in London or any food and bar venue with lots of options. So um, yeah, like your box park or your dinorama type thing. And I think that's really good because you can kind of, it's cheap, it's cheerful, it's fun to have a good chat and there's people all around. So it's not not too Yeah, totally. I I would never go I don't think I would go for dinner until like a third date with someone. Um, yeah, I think I would, I'd always intense. do drinks. It is really intense. And it's, I think also some people, I don't necessarily get this, but some people get so nervous and worked up about stuff that they don't want to eat and they find it really. Oh my God, I get that. Do you? I find it awkward. Like, yeah, because I'm like, what if they're like judging the way I eat or the way that I'm chewing? Like, I just, and like <laughs> if they want to go to somewhere where there's like burgers, I'm like, oh, I just have to open my mouth like a giant, like, <laughs> 
The scream painting, do I? Okay, no. Or like burger sauce or down your chin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like what if you didn't know? Yeah, it's just chaos. I uh, just, no, I'm avoiding that. Yeah, that's what I would say. Like leave it to the third date. Yeah, perfect. That's a really good tip. So our next question was what the hell do you talk about? So we've got some conversation topics to break the ice from everyone. So favorite cuisine, easy, especially if you're going to get something to eat. Someone said work, friends, family, hobbies. That's sort of like your standard your standard big four. Someone said, if a horse wore trousers, how would they wear them? <laughs> I don't know. Like over the bum and the back legs or over all four legs, don't know. Someone said, I always mention religion and politics to know their view. This is a controversial one because a lot of people yeah. said in our next question, topics to avoid, that was the big two. So I'm not going to give a point of view there. I feel like you should play it by ear. Mm-hmm. Someone said, a favorite holiday destinations and traveling. Easy. We all love to travel. It's a really like diverse topic. I think you can't go wrong there. Someone said music taste and their ideal night out and bad date stories because everyone's got one. And then um, you can plug the Mads World podcast and get the word out there. So I definitely agree with that one. Yeah, well, you can listen to Mads World and then three weeks later you might be on it telling the story of um, your date. Oh, my God. That's amazing. That just gave me chills, Haley. So meta. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think that um, also one thing that a guy – once said to me, and I always think of like icebreakers or whatever, or, you know, when you're really stuck, Mm. some guy once said to me, and it was really early on in a date was like, right. So I have a, I have a question for you. I was like, Oh God, here we go. And he was like, if you were to walk into a corner shop or like a Tesco or whatever, and you had to pick a packet of crisps, a fizzy drink, a chocolate bar, and then some kind of like chewy, sweet, you know, lolly kind of thing, what would you go Mm. for? I was like, oh, God. Ooh, I like that question. Yeah. That's it, hard. It's it's hard. It makes you think. It's like asking what someone's meal deal is, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so you, then you find out if they're like a like a farmhouse cheddar kind of guy or like a tuna mayo. <sighs> There's a lot of options. Yeah, I think it gets me very stressed and it depends where you are. But I think we can all agree that Boots has the best meal deals. Just saying, <laughs> mic drop, Boots has the best meal deals. Mad's world, sponsored by Boots. <laughs> Literally, Boots, if you want to sponsor me, my email's in the episode description. (laughs) So here is our next question. What conversation topics should you avoid on a first date? And these ones are pretty simple and pretty straightforward. You should avoid sex, body count, again, your ex, how many dates you've been on that week, politics, religion. But then a few people said, no topic is unsafe. Explore that bitch. (laughs) So I do not endorse doing that. Please do not explore your ex on a date that is a blanket rule <laughs> that's a big fact. <laughs> is there no. anything else you can think of no I don't think so. I think that covers a lot of it I think also going into any topic that you can tell when the other person on the date is really not into or has you know someone that's got mm. it's great when people have strong opinions on stuff like I you know everyone likes a bit of a healthy debate but if it's just Mm-hmm. really forced and you can tell the other person's into it just like just stop and move on change subject I totally feel that especially if it's something sensitive like about race or about you know homosexuality or anything I guess that sort of comes into political views as well but yeah. I mean they're more like social views so yes that is a really good one as well so our next question is what are some first date red flags to watch out for that stand out on a date so there's a lot of ones a lot of answers for this one from everyone so I'm going to fly through them. Only talks about themselves and doesn't ask you any questions. Someone who says things like, you're smarter than you look. 
talks about their ex or says their ex is crazy. So this is a big one because I feel like if someone has 10 crazy exes, what's the common denominator there? You, hon. (laughs) Next one is rude to wait staff. So three people said that. I think that's a really obvious one, just rudeness in general. Someone said it talks about getting married and having kids too early on. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Someone said stingy with money. That is annoying. Just, you know, don't. <laughs> Next one. Tells me he runs a very successful Instagram account on the best chicken wings. It's very specific, but I don't know <laughs> if that's a red flag. I would say that is a green flag. Go, go, go. <laughs> um, mentioning mental health issues on the first date. I mean, this is a subjective one because sometimes people are happy to talk about this stuff because it is very topical, but at the same time, if someone's telling you that, you know, they've got heaps of mental health issues and that's like something that you don't want to take on in your life, probably just consider that. Yeah, or back to my story, don't don't try and therapize your date. <laughs> Through a chicken burger. Maybe we should hook up the successful Instagram account and the, the chicken, best wings. chicken wings and <laughs> that guy. <Yeah. laughs> They'd be great together. <laughs> Next one is cockiness, bragging, and checking out other people. Next one is tells you he has to go to court on Wednesday. Mm. (laughs) Lies about their height, tone when talking about women, parents' baggage or talking badly about their family. I think, yeah, that is a clear red flag. Bad table manners. And the last one is saying if his girlfriend cheated on him, he would bash the guy. How old are you? (laughs) No, high school again. (laughs) Oh Christ! Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of red flags on that date, and on um, there's a lot of red flags on that question. So you might have to rewind to review that just to make sure that your most recent dates haven't had any of those red flags. (laughs) Our last, no, our second last question is: What can completely turn you off someone on a date? So the first one is likes coriander or pineapple on pizza. Horrible teeth, bad breath, or choose with their mouth open. I feel like you can't help and have horrible teeth, so that one's kind of unfair, but bad breath and choose with their mouth open. Sort yourself out. Yeah, that's not right. <laughs> Allergic to nuts. What? <laughs> so mean. These poor people And like, how much does this person like nuts? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just like peanuts too much. Yeah, literally. This is not going to work out. I really love nuts. <laughs> The next one's personalized license plates. Yeah, I fucking hate that. It's so bad. Unless it's like just your name. Like if yours was Haley, that's fine. If it's Mads World, that would be fine for me. I think it's any any kind of like pimped up car if someone pulled up to get you and they mm. had like fluffy dice and like the massive like rims <laughs> on their wheels and stuff. I'd be like, no, and they're not. <laughs> this is not. This is Austin not about me. Car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the next one is they're not a feminist. Yeah, it's 2021. You should learn what feminism really means. It's just means equality. Feminism is good for us all. <laughs> next one is olives and pressuring you to have sex. Those are so random. Those that's are an, not that's the same That's an interesting thing. combination. <laughs> olives. So if someone likes olives and pressures you to have sex, stay away. <laughs> Smokers. So I understand this because I'm not a smoker, but um, I mean, if you both smoke, then surely it's fine. Someone getting food stuck in their teeth. This is awkward because I always just tell the person, but you want to tell them in a way where they don't get embarrassed. Yeah, because this is the thing. This is a massive question. If you were sat with someone on a date 
So you're saying you would definitely tell someone. Yeah, but then what if they got all weird and embarrassed and stuff? I know it's it's a tricky it's a tricky line. Yeah, it's a it's a tightrope out here. And the next one is saying they're into yoga, has a signet ring, childish eating habits, eats more than half when you're sharing plates. Now this would piss me right off. <laughs> <laughs> I just I like to have my fair share of tapas. I don't if we're getting four little octopus legs, I want two of them. I don't want one. <laughs> next one. Not offering to buy a round. And the last one is hates dogs. So hates dogs is just um, a turn off and a red flag in life. So if you ever meet anyone out there that hates dogs, you need to walk away. (laughs) Our last question is, can you have sex on a first date without it becoming a one-time thing? So this question, I was very interested to see the answers because I think it's totally fine to have sex on a first date. (laughs) Someone replied and said, Always shag, try before you buy, Henny. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so the results the result of the poll was 78% of people agree with us. It's fine to have sex on the first date and 22% of people said it will be a one-time thing. And interestingly enough, most of the people in the 22% were female. So oh. I think that says a lot because I think it would usually be girls that are scared of like, you know, pushing away a guy or making him, you know, get the ick or whatever, yeah. you would think that it'd be the guy saying it's not fine. But I think guys love having sex, so it's yeah, fine. I, I, this is something that I massively agree with at the 77% or whatever it was, because if you really mm. like someone and you want to sleep with them and you're attracted to them, why just do it? Like, I don't think this silly, yeah. like, third date rule or 10th date rule or whatever it is that circulates. I think that mm. if you really like someone, go for it. I've, you know, I've had a few Go relationships it. where it's developed from, I guess, what would have been a one night stand if it didn't work out. But you see, it was on on a first date, and you kind of go from there. I think it's, yeah, I wouldn't worry about it at all. And as you said, I don't think guys are necessarily thinking, oh, she gave it up too easy, you know. Exactly, and I think, yeah, that's so wise. If you like them and you're both feeling it, try before you buy, honey. <laughs> that's what this person said <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> So that is all of our questions and I hope this has been a go-to guide for everyone listening on how to nail or fail a first date. And Hayley, you've been an amazing guest. Your story was one of a kind and I really hope we can welcome you back to Mads World soon. Oh, thanks Mads. It was so nice to be able to come on. And yeah, I hope you come back soon. So fun. Okay, love you, bye. Love you, bye. I hope you enjoyed my chat with Hayley. Please let me know if you have any thoughts or stories of your own to share or any interesting guests that may like to feature on Mads World on my Instagram at madsworld.mp3 or through my website, it's at madsworld.co. Love and elbow taps. Peace.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.